Welcome back, Tributes, to episode 43 of Into the Arena. I'm Holly. And I'm Emily. And we have a very fun episode for you, like always. But before we dive in, we have some fun announcements for you. Join us tomorrow night for the usual tribute talk at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, we have some fun guests joining us, so stay tuned for that, dot, dot, dot. And maybe we'll have a Dr. Gall. We said this last time, but we'll say it again. <laughs> I know. We totally thought we were going to have a Dr. Gall two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. still nothing. Come on, yes. Nina. <laughs> we, we will. We will. And then join us not tomorrow, as in August 8th, but join us on August 15th, which is the following Monday, for the beginning of our Mockingjay read-through. So if you know that, if you know and you followed us, you know that we've read Ballad, We've read Hunger Games and Catching Fire, but now we are going through Mockingjay. So join We're us for completing chapters. the saga. <laughs> yes, finally for the fall. Um, join us for chapters one and two for that next Monday night, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Again with all our wonderful friends. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, we're going going back to. Mockingjay Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> literal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are our quick announcements tonight before we dive in. Tonight's episode is fun. If you are obviously listening or watching, you've seen that we're going to be talking about our five favorite scenes, or our favorite scenes from the Hunger Games movie, the first movie. I'm wondering if we're going to have the same scenes or they're going to be different. I, I feel like we're going to have <laughs> probably at least two that overlap that's okay. that's what i'm feeling watch it be so boring and have us have the exact same one <laughs> <laughs> five we picked five scenes um and we're gonna work our way backwards so our fifth favorite all the way up to our first favorite okay if we have the same one should we tell each other or should we just withhold that till we reveal it i think if we align we shouldn't we can talk about the scene but we shouldn't mm-hmm. say where we have it on our list yeah, okay. Because, like, what if, just keep what if your number one is, like, my number five? And they'd be like, oh, that's my number one. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like right away. So, okay, yes. We will keep hush-hush if we <laughs> make different scenes <laughs> or the same scenes. Okay. So you go first. Let's start okay, with number five. Okay, should I start? Five. I'll start with yeah. my number five. It was uh-huh. so hard to pick. I feel like if we had seven or eight scenes then I would have gotten in everything that like oh Mm -hmm. these are these are my favorite scenes but it was really hard condensing it to just five but I'm excited that we're talking about this because I know we've probably talked about all of these scenes before like during our watch-alongs but the like in the watch-along it goes by so fast Mm -hmm, so you can't really like get into it it's like oh I want to talk about the scene oh no we're already like pause (laughs) oh we're already in the next (laughs) So my number five, I feel like this is going to be a bit obscure, but it is Caesar Flickerman's intro to the interviews. Just that that short clip where he's like, ha 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 ha, welcome, you know, and the the music starts and he like flips (laughs) in the chair (laughs) and you see a smile (laughs) for the first time. Yeah. (laughs) I just love it. The music is everything in that scene. Mm -hmm. And then... I don't just having the the stage and like the chairs and all of his faces when they pop up behind him yes. like on the on the side pieces. I just remember sitting 
in the theater seeing that for the first time and that really wasn't anything in the trailers or like that we had seen before so I don't know it just really felt like that book moment the interviews coming to life and the character of Caesar we all know I like the the capital crazies <laughs> but the capital crazies <laughs> um just Caesar and like how outlandish she is mm-hmm. and just seeing that on screen like the audience cheering like seeing so many people watching the interviews in the audience it's just a core memory like yeah one of those scenes that I was sitting in the theater being like whoa I'm I'm watching the Hunger Games (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that because just mentioning all the screens of his face in the background that's something that I always think think of when I think of him good Like, he is the main character in that situation because of just how much he loves himself. So, I love that. Lucky Flickerman has some some big shoes to fill coming up mm-hmm. for Ballad. Yes. Okay, well, my number five was the searching for PETA scene. Um, oh, okay. I don't know why I really, I find comfort in it. I think it's because I love the music. Like, that score is so good. It's one of my favorite from, like, the first movie. Um, is that the one that's like... Yeah. Like, the little chimes. It just reminds um, me of the Hunger Games adventures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I wish that they still had that. Right? We'd all be that's playing. So We'd all be sending each other, like, our piles of chopped wood or whatever. Like... <laughs> um i also just love that scene because of the anticipation of getting Peta. i love Peta. i don't love the cave scene obviously um not my favorite but i do like the excitement and the anticipation behind katniss going to find him and also like i just love to see how confident she looks because the whole games she's like scrambling and on fire and being attacked by tracker jackers but in the movie we get to see her finally like the tables turn and see her excitement to find Peta, although she doesn't scream his name when Rip. they announce that they, there could be we two. T- we talk about our favorite scenes and then just talk about the things that we don't <laughs> like about it. <laughs> but I just love that part. That's one of my favorites from the whole movie. Yeah, it's good. I agree. Like the anticipation of like Peta coming, especially after they like have that that look at each other, mm-hmm. and then she doesn't know like whether he saved her or not like or that was like a hallucination yes yeah what is it tracker jacker stings can produce powerful hallucinations (laughs) (laughs) gotta love caesar yes (laughs) my number four is even more obscure than my number five (laughs) i love this i like went through and picked like scenes (laughs) yeah i i guess i could go with the entire sequence that it's Mm -hmm. a part of but it's it's just not really the sequence that i love it's a specific moment so jennifer's acting is phenomenal and i love it so much Mm -hmm. when she is sitting in the tree and she cleans the wound oh yeah i just that Uh stands out to me so much it's just uh, her acting is fantastic throughout the whole film but i feel like that's one just solid moment that it's like oh my gosh she is Katniss like she's really making me feel the emotions of being in the arena like you see her like 
drop the water into the wound and like Mm -hmm. her cringe and like the pain that she feels on her face like i feel like you can feel it and, and then shaky hand her, when her she's shaky like shaky hand when she's like trying to put it on the on yes. with her jacket onto the wound oh my gosh it's just everything yeah so that that deserves to be in my top five i think so you worried me for a second when you said when you started with when jennifer is in the tree and i thought you were going to talk about where she like notices the camera and i was like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> that part where it's like the weird like her, fish, her giant fish eye, eye. yeah <laughs> But it's a good no, gift, but I I think that I I can't agree with you more. I mean, that's not on my list, but I, it should have been because that scene. I mean, even just you bringing it up gives me chills. It makes me think about like how I would be in that situation. That's how great her acting is. It's like if I think about what would I do in the games, like how would I treat myself? And yeah, she's just incredible, amazing. I know she would not win any award besides an MTV award for the Hunger Games, but I mean, it is the Oscar to goes other, to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, compared Shaky to other, hand on the wound. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, I mean, if I have to pick a scene, mm-hmm. we can go with that entire sequence from Lucia get a cannon ready oh, to get a cannon ready to that moment. So yes. Then that we can get all like the our... careers like jeering in there. You we know. need to have that be one of our audios that we have instead of like who ordered this pig. We should also have like Lucia get a cannon ready. <laughs> you're, you're the soundboard lady. I know. Like let's let's get that going. <laughs> gotta go. Gotta go. My next one is the she came here with me part, specifically just Peta's interview at the during the interviews, the tribute interviews, because he's just like so suave, even though his hair looks disgusting. I just I love that we get actual lines from from the book and I don't know I think it's short and sweet and to the point point. and to follow off of that I love the interaction right after where she attacks PETA I think that's awesome oh that's so good if I, <laughs> and, I if I could do a top 10 that'd mm-hmm. be on my top 10 list didn't, yes. didn't make my top five but and like my reasoning I put is just duh like she came here with me. That was an yeah, iconic scene. It's not scene. on my list. <laughs> I, I remember. I think for me, that was like you were talking about before about the Caesar Flickerman kind of being a core memory. I remember him saying that for the first time in the theater and that being like my core memory from the Hunger Games. So I just love that. I do remember it because that scene actually, that was a clip that was released mm-hmm. before the movie came out. So I I do remember the huge anticipation for that scene. And then when we all saw it before the movie came out and it was just like, oh, my gosh, this this movie's going to be great. (laughs) Can't believe we got this. Yeah, that's such a huge moment from the book, too. So seeing that come to life was Mm -hmm. everything. Caesar and Peta are are so perfect in that scene. It felt very book-like. Yeah, the only, again, the only struggle I have with it is his hair, but I have a lot of problems with his hair. his hair looks fine <laughs> in that scene. It looks a little it looks damp. better than the reaping hair. <laughs> True. So. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh, that North We're Carolina. We're moving up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my pick for number three. Oh my gosh, I love this scene so much. Okay. This could, this could honestly be a sequence for me. But I'm going to go with my favorite part of that sequence. 
It's when Seneca is locked in the room at the end and Mm. sees the Nightlock. It's just one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I remember being so surprised when I saw it in the theater for the first time because it's it's not in the book and I loved I loved all of the things that we got in the movie that wasn't from Katniss's perspective that was new material that was added but that is my favorite score piece um in the movie is that that ending like returning home um everything from like when Katniss is talking to Hamish to like the end um I love that piece of the score, even though it's not actually a James Newton Howard (laughs) piece, but um, (laughs) I love it. And the the way that the camera pans down and like you see the night lock and it's just like, (gasps) what? The chills. Yeah, Yeah, the chills and him like going back to the door and like pulling on it, realizing, you know, the realization on Wes Bentley's face. Mm-hmm. on the beard face <laughs> i just i love everything about it yeah i feel like that's a very overlooked scene i don't know that did not come to my head when i was thinking about the scenes but now that you bring it up it is like when he grabs the door i don't know yeah it it makes it just like kind of like sends a chill down your spine because you you don't mm-hmm. feel bad for him but you're like oh you're in trouble like, <laughs> you're not leaving this room <laughs> yes no yeah i mean i i think that's why it's number three on my list and i couldn't put it as like number one or number two as much as i like really love that scene Mm -hmm. um just because it like it isn't in the book so i would feel kind of bad picking like a non-book scene as like my number one or something yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. but i just think i i mean the crystal the crystal uh bowl that the berries are in I don't know why, but that's, like, something that I hyperfixate on. Like, you know how AJ hyperfixates yes. on, like, the spool? I'm, like, or the spile. <laughs> the spile. I'm, like, with this bowl, I'm, like, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful. And the berries, like, it looks looks so yummy, but no. <laughs> <laughs> don't do Not a eat. good idea. <laughs> and it's also just interesting the because... The forbidden fruit. <laughs> <laughs> like, we only know from catching fire in the book that Seneca Crane was killed like that's all we know and so to be able to see behind those doors and to see just like how sinister Snow was by literally giving him the berries that Mm -hmm. destroyed his whole life like literally killed him instead of like going about it about his death in a different way that's what gives me the chills is like seeing it but as as with everything, everything reminds me of ballad. Oh, classic, yes. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm already seeing like the edits of the parallel between the camera panning down and Seneca seeing the Nightlock with mm. Snow in ballad seeing like what he did and seeing like the items on the table in front of him, yeah. like on the desk, and being like, oh, oh shoot, karma. And I <laughs> <laughs> that's why he ended up doing that is because of karma he's like that happened to me and it was yeah really that's traumatic. where he learned that move <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes that is a good scene that's a really good scene but i agree with you the score does make that that part score is um, so good my next favorite part is when i don't know how to describe it i don't know it's clove's death like 
let me just say that I love watching a child get killed. Um, <laughs> the closed death sequence. Um, what's it called? Uh, the the feast. The feast. The feast. That's better to say. Um, I love the feast specifically just because of all the action. I think that's one of my favorite parts in the book. And I think seeing it come to life again. I mean, it's not... 100% real and it's not as or accurate and it's not as brutal as it was in the book I feel like but just watching the fight go down between them it is just so badass I love it and it's just so high stakes it comes out of nowhere it kind of throws you off like it does in the book um and yeah I mean I just love uh, uh seeing Thrush's lines in there we finally get to see Deo like getting to speak and so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's whenever I see it, that's one of my all time favorite scenes that comes on in the movie. It's so good. That was my number six. If I could have had a number six, uh, no, <laughs> it, it almost it made cut. the list. Um, I think it's really Isabel Furman's acting mm-hmm. in that scene is so good. Yeah. And then, of course, Jennifer is so good. So putting them together, it's just it's a masterpiece of a scene. Yeah. Do. You- I think they did their own stunts for that scene. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing the BTS mm-hmm. for that, so, where they were, like, flipping over each other. <laughs> yes, it's just so crazy. Like, again, Gary Ross comes in with a shaky cam. But, I mean, I I, I enjoyed the, that. But I, I enjoy the shaky cam in certain scenes. I understand its relevance in certain scenes, like fight scenes. And I think I really enjoyed it in that one that one sequence because i mean it makes their fighting seem it feels chaotic yeah because yeah. so it gets more realistic it mm-hmm. yeah because it's not like katniss isn't a trained like combat fighter and so to see again like you're thrown off it's chaotic i just love it that's i I'm think like, it's okay if we have scenes. to leave the shaky cam in i'll leave it in that scene and i'll leave it in the bloodbath <laughs> there we go <laughs> everywhere else can we take it out yeah <laughs> seriously but that's my favorite or my third favorite but it was hard it definitely was potentially my second favorite scene so close but didn't make it okay i feel like we're gonna start maybe overlapping here i don't know i feel like Um, our number one might be the same my number two is the district 11 riot scene oh no no not me no (laughs) (laughs) but that is such a well let me tell you why (laughs) i feel like that would be my number six too okay okay Mm -hmm. wow we're we're close yeah um the music yes i mean the music it's the music that ends up becoming really an anthem for the hunger Games series Mm -hmm. it's like how the final movie ends so the music is everything (laughs) yes i that this was the one scene sitting in the theater watching it for the first time that i was tearing up Mm. i didn't cry during the movie um but i i definitely was getting teary and emotional during the riot scene so like for me getting getting a teary emotion for me like (laughs) it's gotta it's gotta be on the list emily you're (laughs) like it's like i'm sobbing (laughs) one emily tearing scene equals like a holly sobbing scene so right (laughs) (laughs) just makes me think about am i gonna tear up at all during ballad i hope so i better Mm -hmm. so janice better bring it snow better bring it i mean we're filming the hanging tree right now so oh my gosh 
um yeah i mean just like the passion and the anger of the district 11 citizens in that scene again like it's a it's another scene that's not in the books i guess those are just the scenes that really stand out to me and i i also felt like i couldn't put it at number one because of that um Mm -hmm. But it's just a really, really powerful scene. And I love I love how um, Seneca runs down the steps, like, right after that. Yes. And then Katniss's ugly cry that, like, starts with, like, n- no sound other than her crying. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I, I don't know. That scene is almost, like, for me, too powerful to, like, even put on a list. <laughs> I hate to pull that card, but, like, that scene is just... It, it connects to like our everyday life. And I feel like even when it came out in 2012, it, like you said, had such a deep and amazing impact and it almost reached through the screen and was like, hey, reality. And so for me, I think even watching that scene back now, every single time it's, you feel like I get chills. I feel those emotions. Um, it's a beautiful scene. And even though it's clearly not one from the books, it's like, I would be really, really upset if they, t- they decided to someday take that out because it's so important. And just like, oh, the power behind that scene and like the power of the people in that scene is just absolutely, I get chills talking about it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So I and get it, it. It really, I feel like it's so important because it, it shows the rebellion is starting mm-hmm. And yeah. without it, I think it would feel... We, we don't see a whole lot of that in Catching Fire, like we've talked about before. So I think having that in The Hunger Games, and even though Katniss doesn't see it, like as an audience, we know that it's it's starting. And it, it helps to tie it to Catching Fire, I think. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Just such a, such an amazing scene. I don't, Yeah, being it's in the seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> amazing (laughs) but now i'm curious for your number one but before you get to your number one what's your number two my number two is when we first enter the arena slash the blood blood bath that one for me i love the shaky cam in it again we're going back to the shaky cam i agree with you those are like about the only two times i'll defend the shaky cam and i also like when they're doing the countdown specifically because it go it cuts to the different people in Katniss's life. Like we see Gail not watching the games. We see her family at home watching the games. Because I think for me, the fascinating part of Katniss being in the games is the element of the audience and like where you are when you're wa- like where you were when you're watching it. Like are you out in public? Or when would Prim and her mother leave the house? Would they actually ever leave the house? Like I found that to be really kind of like a deep question to myself if like if I was in that situation and my family member was in the Hunger Games where Mm. would I be watching the games I I don't know I think just like seeing how people are reacting to the countdown is just like a really big thing for me I find it really fascinating and I also just love the what it's like it's almost like a ringing I don't know how to describe the sound but you know the yeah when it starts because it's just this absolute chaos and like this huge jumbled mess (laughs) yeah I I feel like that part I could have kept out but I love the just like ringing in your ears because what would you like even imagine or what would you perceive when the games are starting like I wouldn't hear anything feels kind of like shock yeah 
Yeah, because, I mean, the games have finally started. So I just think that scene was so well put together. And the shaky cam makes it doable for PG-13, but it also makes it seem... Again, these are kids fighting and killing each other. It's not trained professionals besides, like, the careers. So, again, it's just chaotic and all over the place, and I love it. So it was a good good start. I do like it more than I like the beginning of the game's... Not her going up and catching fire, but the actual, like, start of the games and catching fire. So, okay. I think Gary Ross did a good job. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good scene. Just scary. <laughs> Sad it's scene, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Now drum roll. What was your number one scene? I think we might have the same one potentially i feel like people people would know what my what my top scene is i feel like i've talked about it oh yes. a lot it's um, not the same then it's not the same okay it's not the same Mm-mm. my number one scene is of course the reaping mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yay i was like i forgot that you even talked about it as soon as you said i've talked about it before i was like never mind it's yeah not the i've same. talked about it a lot in like okay what's cat what's katniss's best scene and Mm -hmm. it is also the best scene in my opinion (laughs) yeah i mean who doesn't remember reading the reaping in the book and it's like it's at the very beginning at the at the end you get that first huge cliffhanger of it's primrose everdeen and Mm -hmm. so just seeing that translated to the film and done so well i I just love it. Um, it's like one of Katniss's best lines. You know, I volunteer as tribute. And I I appreciate that they didn't rush it in the movie. That they mm. really took the time to use it as like a world building sequence. And it's like introduced to you slowly. Like you see like Effie like walking in the square and you see like the whole propaganda film and uh Gail and Katniss's relationship when like he's mouthing the words to her and mm-hmm. like everything from that sequence in the book made it in and I mean they could have done it so much like quicker I think in the movie than they they did but I feel like they really took the time to get it right and and get it all in so yeah yeah I think it's beautiful. I agree with you about the the world building aspect, especially with like when people are coming in and getting their blood drawn and everything. Like, give me your mm-hmm. or no, that's a different part. No, no yeah, I I feel like <laughs> yeah, that whole that whole <laughs> sequence, like with Prim and Katniss coming in and like Prim's fear, Prim's like, scream, <laughs> yeah, Prim's scream, like the nauseous feeling, like I felt when you like see her on the stage, Katniss and the flags behind her, you know, one of my mm-hmm. my favorite shots. I don't know if I would count like PETA's part in there or like when they shake hands and like the flashback, like that's not real, you know. That's not the That's not game. included in my favorite <laughs> yeah. favorite scene. But the the one thing that ruins it and makes me kind of sad that it's number one because it, it's not a perfect scene, the jump cut like Mm, yes why is the jump cut in there because it really just taints the perfection that is the rest of the scene that ruins it that ruins it for sure yeah i feel like it is like p 
peak cinema. <laughs> but <Assume>. then, <laughs> then because of the editing, it's like, can yeah. I really say that it's peak cinema? You know? Like, as soon as you see that jump cut, you never unsee it. Like, mm-hmm. I will never unsee that for the rest of my life. I'm glad so. I didn't notice that. The, the no first one noticed it. <laughs> I'm watching. Like, no. I don't think I noticed it for years because, I mean, Little Holly didn't didn't really know the Little difference. Little Holly. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, are you kidding me? What is this disaster? <laughs> but everything around it, I agree, is so so perfect. And I love I love the costuming of mm-hmm. the reaping too. I think that's probably one of my favorite costuming parts is the District Twelve reaping scene. So makes me very excited. Like mm-hmm. the reaping is my favorite scene, but to see a reaping again because we saw reapings kind of in Catching Fire, but not really. Ugh, and yeah. this is going to be for Ballad a whole new full on reaping scene mm-hmm. um, in District 12 again. One thing that I really hope that they do, just going to, you know, talk about Ballad more because <laughs> that's what's always Why on not? our brain. <laughs> but I hope they are rebuilding the Justice Building. Yeah. for that scene i i'm a little worried that they might not but mm-hmm. I, i'm like it's the only one of the only visual callbacks that we could have to the first film mm-hmm. so i hope it's in there because we don't have a hob from you know the original movies really we don't have the lake we don't have yeah. a lot of those things so i hope they rebuild the justice building and it's it's the same. I can't wait for that. We'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned yeah, yeah. We'll, for we'll next see. year. <laughs> okay, Holly, what Final. is your number one Hunger Games scene? The best scene in the movie. Okay. I am surprised that this was not yours. Really? I'm not surprised now, but I was a little bit. Mine is just the final montage scene. As as soon as they get lifted up, or no, starting with Hamish and Katniss do- talking on the roof. That is my all-time favorite. I know it's the end of the movie, and it makes me sad that it's the end of the movie. But what is it? Tenuous Winners slash Returning Home. You already talked about it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. We love Returning Home. And it's just it's just so important because, I mean, it includes the Seneca Crane. I guess, like, it kind of just lumped, like, a whole sequence together. But it's my favorite. Just how dramatic and it's so eerie. And you can, like, feel the tension. Um, I know it's a short conversation between Hamish and Katniss, which I'm not a fan of, but just the idea that she's in trouble and she's like, why am I in trouble? I just won the games. What are you talking about? To getting crowned by President Snow. I just have chills. Mm -hmm. What's going on in front of the camera, aka like her and PETA having their interview versus Seneca Crane behind closed doors getting executed just all of these little things connecting together. Oh, it's just so good. And returning home is just so good. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it, we kind of picked this, the same one. It's just that yeah. was my number three. And I was focused on the the Seneca and the Nightlock scene. But that whole sequence, with, I mean, mm-hmm. it's all in one piece of the score. So I, th- I think yeah. it's a one scene. It's one scene. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's not much dialogue. I also just love the the lack of... I guess dialogue too with when they go and have the interview and Caesar stands up and you don't hear anything of what they said and then it's just in the background like they're not happy with you I'm like oh, I love they, it they did a good job for how much they chose to cut out yeah. of 
those scenes because that could have been so much longer. I mean, the Peta and Katniss scene is cut. All of the like the replay of the games with Caesar mm-hmm. at the end isn't in there. Um, yeah. Peta losing his leg isn't in there. So it is. It's a montage of scenes that I really like and I really love the score I love that ending but it does make me sad a little bit it does yeah I understand I just think they do a great job of building tension and then to they cut do. to President Snow at the end yes. and he's just like watching so everything good. the aka that what we need to see in uh ballad is just ah. cut to President old President <laughs> Snow <laughs> yeah I I love everything from the hovercraft coming down and they're like like holding each other, you know, kind of mm-hmm. in the wind to the end. Yeah. It's great. See, I think Gary Ross did great in parts that Francis Lawrence did not do great at and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like if we would have combined the two of them, we would have had the perfect Hunger Games movie. I I I agree with that. Yeah. I think I'd still pick Francis Lawrence over oh, yeah. Gary mm-hmm. Ross, but I think that they both have oh, elements that they really excel in and if we could just combine them <laughs> you're right perfect director <laughs> perfect. can we can they be like co-directors is that a thing like uh, i feel yeah. like for ballad we should have like brought them both back because Please. we it seems like ballad from i mean we'll probably talk about this more tomorrow but it seems like they're really leaning into the first movie mm-hmm. from like yeah. things that we've seen so i don't know might have been a good choice to like get gary back into the picture just a conversation i don't know get him on the phone facetime him or something (laughs) i don't know yeah but oh and then i should also mention i have an honorable mention that this would have been my all-time favorite scene had it been included were the deleted scenes of the tribute interviews oh that is my favorite i know i was like i was gonna include that as my top my number one but then i was like uh, like I, I can't use a deleted scene it's not technically in the movie and I know it's not edited or anything but mm-hmm. from what I saw I really enjoyed like the interactions between who's your favorite like if you could pick one that was cut out like which tribute interview would you like have added more of I think I would have added more of Glimmer's conversation because I think Glimmer's conversation with Caesar just shows how disgusting the capital is like, it's not something I thoroughly enjoy, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just how creepy they are to these children. Yeah, it reminds me of that scene um, when we were reading the, like, fake old draft scripts mm-hmm. of, like, when the game makers are, like, looking down and, and seeing Katniss, like, naked after, like, being in yeah. the remake center. Uh-huh. Just, like, a conversation like that. And I know people don't like, who is it, Alexander's is it Alexander that people don't like that they laugh at, or is it? Um, I think it's. I think it's Marvels. I think it's, it's Marvels. I like his like. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also but, like. Was it? I think it was Cato that said like, "Oh, I've been watching like I've been watching since I was young. Like it's it's good for or I'm proud to like represent my district. I would have liked to see that too. But when Marvel does it, I I feel like it's kind of yeah. cheesy. See, that's why I didn't include him. But if I had to include one, it would be Glimmer because it just shows more More, disgustingness from the Capitol. (laughs) (laughs) District one. (laughs) But we did get a formal apology from Jack Quaid to Amanda. I thought that was so (laughs) funny. Yes. That that was all over the news. Like, I feel like that was in a lot of headlines. Like, oh, 
Rue finally forgives Marvel for killing her all these years ago. And it's like, (laughs) what? (laughs) It's so so like, like what even happened? But I I just, I agree. I loved how it was everywhere. And I mean, not even just Hunger Games things, just like in pop culture news. I was like, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved like the interaction. I thought it was like so funny and sweet. Mm -hmm. And Amanda is like, a big star now so yeah she's gonna be in a new star wars series Mm -hmm. right so yeah that's cool she's been in so many things yeah everyone's growing up i guess i mean she was really one of the best actors i think from the first movie amandla Mm -hmm. she was so good Mm mm-hmm and Watch pick any of her scenes, scenes, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was going to say, like, we need some of those Rue scenes in there. No, yeah. but I guess not. I, well, you were talking about a deleted scene. I would say honorable mention to the Rue and Katniss moments that they cut mm-hmm. out. The I thought those were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cute. Would have made me cry, probably, for Rue if that had been in there. Well, yeah, it makes her death. I mean, I know that we read the books and we have a better connection with Rue's character, but even if I didn't read the books and I saw that interaction, like, you would have more people crying in the theaters. Obviously, it's sad to see little Amanda die, but it would also be even sadder to see her die when they're having these heart-to-heart conversations or just kid conversations, mm-hmm. you know, talking about their crush. Like, it's just so wholesome. But again, love the Hunger Games movie. Gary Ross, we love you. I hope you have a little part, a little hand in in ballad but one can only dream <laughs> i mean i feel like his influence is there mm-hmm. i yeah. mean francis lawrence just built on on what he did so mm-hmm. so those are our top five favorite scenes i want to hear what people's top five or number one favorite scene from the first movie is um let us know share with with us anywhere we have so many social media accounts let us know um and we're probably going to keep doing this series every once in a while because obviously we have three more movies to go. So three more movies worth of scenes to talk about. Yeah. I almost want to do a little like bracket again. Yeah. Put our put our scenes and our honorable mentions in there and see of the ones that we picked what people like the most. Yeah, we should do that. That's fun. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> so yes, join us again for Tribute Talk tomorrow. We will have a Dr. Gall. We will have a Dr. Gall. We have I know to. we will. At this point, it's been a month, and Nina said soon, so I don't know really what soon. her idea time is, but okay. Um, <laughs> and then next Monday, read Mockingjay chapters one and two and come ready to discuss them with us and our friends. So yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. And then right after that, we'll be back for mocking or for another episode. So we have a lot of content coming out. So stay tuned and we'll see you next time. See ya.